Hello. Welcome to the After Hours Sessions podcast, our second episode. I'm your host, D-Rock, and I'm here with a very, very special guest, a one of my favorite people just all around, and someone who has really just taken session wrestling to another level, and one of the coolest people I know, Miss Jennifer Thomas. Jen, how's it going? It's going awesome. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be part of your show. I know we had discussed doing a podcast a long, long time ago, and you actually made it happen. I know, right? It's crazy. So, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I And it's funny. I was honestly thinking once it, you know, kind of got off the ground, I'm like, wow, I'm, we're really doing it. And I was remembering, I was last Memorial Day, us doing a session and talking about this and talking about those interviews you do on Session Girls. And, like, it is it's awesome that it's it's happening and, and we're making this happen. So I'm grateful to be talking to you. Yeah, well, th- same here. And tell me, uh, how many people have you had on the podcast? Already? I had Hans Vanderkill. He was the first episode and he kind of helped give me that push to start the podcast. So he's kind of helping out. Good. So you are the second episode. Okay, awesome. So I, you know, what... Once, right. Especially because we, you know, all the conversations we had for it, I definitely, you were the first person I thought of. So I wanted to, <laughs> wanted to definitely reach out. And I was so thrilled when you were like, yeah, I'm down. So it's it's awesome. Well, I'm, I'm glad that we, or that you finally made it happen. Because I know in my mind, when we were discussing it, I'm like, oh my gosh, where am I going to fit a podcast in on my plate? You know, <laughs> like, it's just like, I'm, my mind is already crazy as is. So I'm glad that you took the initiative to actually do it and make it happen because I do think that there is a demand uh, for more information on session wrestling as a whole. So, you know, the more podcasts there is with the subject of session wrestling, um, the better for everybody. So thank you so much for, like I said, making it happen. No, no. Well, thank you because you, you know, when we talk, whether it's during a session or throughout the year, you know, we stay in touch and, your words of encouragement and you being a, a trailblazer and a groundbreaker in, in with session wrestling and really promoting it and putting it out there and seeing you do those interviews, which are awesome, you know, on sessiongirls.com was like, yeah, like, you know, there's, there's a, like a desire and like a, a there's a population for people who are into this, but it's kind of still underground and, and you are just as, much uh, a big part of the reason why we're doing this as as anyone so thank you as well no so you before we uh started you texted me that you had three matches earlier today yes that is something Uh, else i did i know and i've been going to one i I go from one ring to another ring it's kind of funny uh so yeah i started my day out by lax in los angeles but uh there's a ring out there and i did some matches and then I came uh, afterwards to Christy Etzel's place, and here I am right now speaking to you inside her ring, uh, having this podcast. So it's pretty cool. I feel like I live my life in the you ring. You do. And um, I make my money here. Uh, I get knocked out here. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, everything goes. My whole life revolves around the four turnbuckles. But, um, but uh, yeah, so yeah, I had three matches. It was like a hundred and. I don't know how hot, but it's pretty hot today. And uh, so I'm definitely wiped out. And I have a blanket here with crackers and hummus. And it's like a little picnic in the ring. Right nice, now. nice, nice. Well, I, 
I appreciate you, you know, taking time because that is I, I we always say that to each other. Like you, you constantly stay on the move, and that's why I always say like you are like Wonder Woman because uh, you do so much and constantly traveling, moving, and you know, whether promoting the website and doing different things. Like so, I I don't know how. You, that's why I'm just appreciative. That's why I always said to you, whenever you have time, I appreciate it because I know you're constantly on the move, and then to do all those matches today, that's that's something else. Well, everything has a purpose, and I think that's what's most important. Anything in your life that you do, there has to be a purpose to it. Is it going to help you grow, make a better person out of you? Is it going to let you move forward in life? So, you know, doing the matches earlier, that was a paycheck for me. That's going to help me grow. That's going to help me invest into something that, you know, I want to bring forth, whether it be the upcoming Session Girls event, uh, whether to be even getting my hair done and feeling pretty again after being trashed all day. So, I mean, um, so, so yeah, I'm, a, I'm definitely a very busy girl. It's just that I have things that I want to do in my life that uh, basically make a difference for other people's lives, you know? So, um, you know, and by me training in the ring, by me doing the interviews, by me doing the website, it all has a grand purpose, and that's just to throw session wrestling into a more positive light to where it doesn't have to be so underground and to where you don't have to feel weird about it. Um, because I, 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 I've never felt anything wrong with session wrestling and I absolutely love doing it. It's a passion of mine. It'll always be a passion of mine. I'm going to be very, very sad when that day comes where I say, I don't, I have to, you know, hang up my wrestling boots or, you know, I can't do this anymore. So, so, yeah. No, I, and I was, you kind of brought it up and I was going to ask it later, but I'll ask it now because I remember when we met, it was around Memorial day, 2019. So pre COVID everybody. So, but um, when we, you know, met for our session, we were talking about a lot of different things and, you know, I thought it was just really cool. Cause that was, you know, Memorial day and you talking about the first session girls event that was going to come later and just, you know, putting it together and all the logistics and really, which I, what I always love about you and respect, you know, putting yourself out there and really saying, like you just said, like nothing wrong with session wrestling. It's awesome. It's a way to connect. And it, it's, you know, Hans and I said it last week, it's made our lives better. We've, you know, been more empathetic and understanding and connecting because of this. That's, you know, one aspect. So I just kind of wanted to ask you, like, how was it going through that process and seeing the success it was last year and, and how, do you feel now this year with the event coming up? Well, the session girls event last year, you know, first of all, I'm not very, one of my weaknesses, believe it or not, I do have weaknesses (laughs) is uh, not being very well organized. And um, I put this event together in five weeks last year and I have never even planned a birthday party, not alone a wrestling event. So this was a huge challenge for me, and I didn't know what to expect. I just figured I was going to make it a small event, invite the West Coast girls, which would be Las Vegas and Los Angeles, and they could come out and we'll uh, do customs or get sponsorship matches, and we'll make it an actual event. And um, I was amazed on how many girls signed up. I'm like, holy shit. Like, this is a <laughs> lot. And, and it even became even more kind of stressful because I am – like a perfectionist or I like things to turn out really, really well. Mm -hmm. 
And I just felt like there was more pressure. Uh, but there was amazing people that came out of the woodworks to help me, you know, whether it be offering the live stream and taking care of the live stream equipment, whether it be um, just putting the event together as a whole or collecting tickets at the door or whatever. Like I had a lot of help and um, I'm so grateful for those people that did help me. And then this year I changed it up. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just do it. (laughs) Just go big. I'm going to event. I'm going to invite everybody. Like I'm not going to just keep it to the West coast. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to invite every session girl. And, um, and then right after I made the announcement, pretty much two and a half to three weeks later is when COVID, right. you know, and so I'm like, oh, my God, this is not good. You know, like this is talk about a hurdle coming at me. And I had the event scheduled for June and I had to postpone it. Um, but it's been a roller coaster ride this year. I have to say last year's event, it was successful. Like, I feel like the girls really enjoyed themselves. I feel like the, the, the crowd, you know, the people that showed up, they were fascinated by it. They were entertained by it. And so if it, if it makes people happy, I want to continue doing it. So, you know, even with this COVID hitting, I'm going to still do it, but I'm making it live stream only. So where it's just all of us girls and then, you know, the guys can tune in live stream. There'll be a few male talent there to act like, you know, the victims or if they're wrestling one of the girls, but really that's it, you know, because I do take people's health seriously as well. I don't want anyone to get sick, you know? So this was kind of my way of kind of like make, you know, meeting it in the middle as far as with COVID just like, okay, I'll cut out the audience part, just make it live stream. And a lot of girls um, have changed their mind, meaning like a lot of them are, I, d- I doubt will show up, mm-hmm. but there's still a lot of girls that are showing up and I have a lot of matches scheduled. So it's still going to be a great event, no matter what. I'm not letting COVID or anything get in its way. Um, so I'm pretty excited about it. And even with no audience, I'm still excited about it because us girls, we're going to be each other's audience, right. you know, we'll be rooting each other on. So it'll be different and it'll, it'll definitely be, you know, challenging and it have its ways, but I think it'll still be successful and I'm, I'm really excited about it. And, you know, I'm just keeping my fingers crossed and saying, lots yes, of prayers. yes. <laughs> and, so. and I, you know, being on the East coast, so I couldn't make it out last year, but watched the live stream and, you know, I was extremely just a, I, you know, being as someone who loves session wrestling and participates in it, I was excited and hyped to see this kind of event. I felt like, oh, this is something I've been waiting like my whole life for an event like this. This is like our our WrestleMania, if you like session, session wrestling. But it was also because I remember, and we both kind of talked about that when we were talking, you know, last Memorial Day, about how we both aren't the best, like when it comes to scheduling and planning something that's not our specialty. And this was really going out of your comfort zone. But, you know, talking about the importance of, going out of your comfort comfort zone and you only grow when you are uncomfortable. So I was like, I was proud. Cause I was like, wow, like to see you really go through with it and do it. Like it was also like inspiring for me to, Hey, keep pushing and keep going out of my own comfort zone too. So, you know, it was really awesome to hear that. Yeah. Well, thank you. You know, and, and, you know, if you thought last year was going to be good, this year is going to be even better. I promise you, because like, I'm trying to give it much more production uh, as far as like 
it's going to be in a much better, it's going to be an actual, like, I don't want to call it an arena, but an actual wrestling dojo place, you know, where they actually already do shows there. So it's going to have like the big screen above the ring, you know, it's going to have like the, the fog smoke coming out of the entrance. So every girl is going to feel like a superstar for the day. You yes. Know? Awesome. So that's, that's what my main goal is, is for every girl to feel like a superstar. Because we really are. Yes. It's just the problem is, is that we're hidden in the dark. So our light is not able to shine the way I want it to shine. So I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to, I'm going to, I'm going to do it my way. Yeah, absolutely. You know? <laughs> absolutely. And that's always been you. You, you, you do it your way. You go, you walk your own path. And I, I think it's, it's always cool. And it's admirable for, for anyone to, to remember that, like, you know, go to the beat of your own drum. Um, but I wanted to ask you also, like, when you look back, like, when, from when you were younger and, like, seeing what you're doing now, were you someone who was always into, like, combat sports or that's something that kind of you grew into, like, later on? I grew into it later on. In fact, what I was good at as a child growing up had nothing to do with, like, you know, combat sports or team sports. I was really good at track and field. And then that took me into fitness and bodybuilding. And, you know, those are pretty much solo, right? You know, like I run, I run by myself. I I bodybuild, I bodybuild by myself. It wasn't until I moved to Venice, California, where I fell into wrestling and became, you know, where that seed was planted. And then now I was working with other people, uh, pro wrestling style. Um, you know, and then that took me on to the LFC, the lingerie cage fighting. So it kind of evolved to it. I, I wasn't, I didn't grow up with it, but I, I evolved to it. Okay. Okay. And mm-hmm. now when you kind of first got the seed planted about like session wrestling, was that a quick, like, you know, once you heard like what it was and like someone told you about it, was that a quick, like, I'm down, I'm interested, or did it kind of take some convincing for you to like, give it a try? You know, it's, you know, this worries me a little bit, but I am very quick to say yes to pretty much anything, (laughs) meaning I'll try, I'll, I'll try it, you know? And when I heard about it, yeah, I thought it was kind of odd. I'm like, okay, Really, this guy wants me. And I didn't even know how to wrestle at that point. I mean, I had just started pro wrestling classes. Mm -hmm. I was brand new to everything. When I found out about session wrestling and I was told that all I needed to do was post, put my name, contact Bill from WB270 and throw myself on his website, whatever. I'm like, well, okay, well, I'll try it. But it never crossed my mind. Jennifer, you're meeting strange men. You're going to go into their hotel room or they're going to come to you and you're going to be wrestling them. And that never scared me. Right. And it scares me kind of that that never scared me. Interesting. You know? Yeah. So, so and I remember my first session. It was a lift and carry session, actually. And I was like, wow, this is so cool. Like, this was so easy. And I loved every minute of it. And I got paid to do it. You know, and then my future wrestling sessions, I'm like, man, I'm going to pro wrestling class four times a week. Now I'm getting a session here and I get to practice what I learned in class, but do it for real, you know, uh, and get paid for it. So I'm like, this is like, I just felt like everything was just working out for me perfectly. It was like getting paid to do my homework, you know? Yeah. 
and that's that's really awesome like so that's kind of that is really interesting the fact that like when you say it out loud or like put it on paper it is kind of like you can't necessarily blame people like who don't know to kind of like at least raise an eyebrow being like huh but that's pretty interesting that like you kind of just jumped right in is that was that always your personality or was this kind of special (laughs) uh oh god i don't know in my mind i kind of think this is it just confirms that it's my purpose in life. Yeah, no, I I agree. <laughs> it's my purpose in life to beat up on yes, men. Yes, yes. You know, and, and to wrestle and to do pro wrestling and to do everything that I'm doing. I feel like I'm living my purpose because I've never, I've never been unsure about it. I've never felt those weird, scary. Oh, do I need a bodyguard? Or oh, do I? You know, uh, what if this man is psycho? I I've never been scared about that kind of stuff. You know, and my parents might say, Jennifer, you're crazy. You're naive. You're too trusting. You're this, you're that, you know? Um, and maybe that's true. Maybe I am too trusting. Maybe I do think that, oh, it's never going to happen to me. But guess what? I've been in this business for what now? More than 15 years and nothing bad has ever happened to me. Knock on this ring that I'm in Yes, right now. definitely. You know? So, so, you know, I just feel like life is short anything can happen any day I could go across the street and freaking something happen or I could go walk down an alley whatever I'm just you know I've never been concerned about session wrestling and and you know that's kind of bad because when girls do come up to me and they ask me about sessions I I'm like yeah it's great you just go meet them you go knock on their door you change in a bikini and then you beat them up on their bed or on the floor or wherever you know and they're just kind of like looking at me like huh (laughs) you know right like is there anybody with you and I'm like no no one's with me at all and they're looking at me like huh (laughs) even more so maybe I'm just kind of I don't know maybe it's just a good and bad thing maybe all wrapped in one I don't know maybe I need to be more cautious or something but I've never like my dad even tries to give me like mace you know here take this with you (laughs) you know because I tell people what I do I'm not like I said I'm not ashamed of what I do my family knows what I do everybody knows what I do right you know, they may think it's weird, which I hate them thinking it's weird, but, but, you know, I understand because they're traditional and they come from another era, whatever. Right. But. They just don't know. They don't, you know, I think that's, that's why I love doing like the sessions, but like doing, like listening to like you do the interviews on session girls or like doing this podcast now, because it's not something that needs to be hidden. This it's really cool and really interesting and, and, a really awesome way to meet people and connect. Like, and I think it, that's awesome that like, cause I feel the same way. I tell people that I do this and I'm not ashamed of it. I'm, I'm proud of it. Right. You know, exactly. At first when I was trying to be with WWE, I did try to keep it on the download because I knew that they kind of frowned upon it right? and they even frowned upon, uh, frowned upon customs girls that do, uh, you know, wrestling in the ring, scripted matches for people and get paid for it. And I was always confused about that. And I'm like, why am I looking, why am I getting judged or looking down upon for just practicing my craft and even trying to make it better? You know, mm-hmm. like, what's wrong with that? So, you know, it's just, I'm like, screw you, I'm going to do my own thing. No, absolutely. <laughs> and, so if you're going to judge me and tell me that I'm less of a person or I'm not that qualified of a wrestler because I actually get paid to wrestle on the side, then 
you know, maybe you're not meant for me, you know? So it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a relationship, you know, when they try to change you, no, you're not supposed to do that. You have to do this. Mm -hmm. So absolutely. No, no, I, I'm thinking the same, exactly the same thing, the same thing. Cause people have asked that about me, like, you know, I'm currently like single, but in the past, well, like what, you know, would you tell someone you're dating or what you did? I'm like, yeah, of course. And like, I want them to be a part of it and want to talk about it. Like, I'm not going to hide that aspect of myself or, you know, sleep on the rug. I'm not ashamed of it. It's, it's really something. And I, I was talking with Hans about this and I'm like, I don't know if people realize, but how many times do we see couples c- kind of play wrestling with each other? And I'm like, that to an extent is like, you know, session wrestling. Now it's a little different where we, you know, meet up and like you said, the bikini and stuff like that. But it's like, I'm like, you're, you're kind of, you know, you're having fun. You're play wrestling, a, you know, a guy and his girlfriend having fun. I'm like, that's why it then is it weird when I talk about doing the sessions. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. And I wish there was more people like you and Hans out there. You know, I wish more people in the community would be more open about it. Like you said, that you can discuss it with people and not feel like you have to keep it a secret. The more that people can discuss it openly, the more the industry will change and there'll be a shift, right. I believe. You know, but if people keep on keeping their mouth shut saying, oh, I don't want them to know they're going to think this way of me or they're going to whatever, you know, then it's just going to unfortunately you know, kind of be continue to be taboo and judged upon. We need to be proud of what we do. <laughs> like, I mean, at least I am, Yeah. you know, like I'm not like, I love it to me. It's like therapy. I, I, I get to, like you said, make new connections, meet people. I'm giving somebody what they want. They're giving me what I want. And it's just like the all around win-win scenario, except usually the man loses at the end of the match. <laughs> but other than that, it's pretty much a win-win on everything else, you know? Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Now, you said earlier that your first session was a lift and carry, which is, you, you know, when you're, you know, pick someone up. For those who are just listening and don't know, like a lift and carry kind of session is when, you know, you pick someone up in different various lifts. It could be overhead, over the shoulder, cradle, like different things like that. Is, is that one or is other kind of different types of sessions? Like what's like one of your go-to like favorite types of sessions? My favorite type of session mainly is pretty much semi-competitive wrestling. Gotcha. You know, um, because I know that it's going to be safe. We're going to work together. Meaning, like, it'll just be more uh, fun. And it's what I'm really good at. Um, lift and carry, you know, I'm pretty short. So sometimes it's difficult to lift somebody that's, like, really tall on me because their feet, like, literally touch the ground. And <laughs> it just doesn't really, whatever. But, but yeah, um, you know, but then you got your fantasy wrestling or your role-playing, your role-playing, you know, where they want you to be, like, a school teacher. Or they want you to be something and play out uh a theme or an act and then you got tickle wrestling all of them I really do enjoy you know but I really like to be challenged too so that's why I say semi-competitive because it does give me a test or a little bit of a challenge just saying okay what does this hat guy have can he get me in something can I outpower him and get him into something now when it's competitive I 
I feel if it if I'm fighting for my life, mm-hmm. I don't like it at all. Right, right. You know, I don't like when a man is trying to like prove that they can take me down and whatever, you know. And even in most cases, when that does happen, I still put them in their place. But I just don't like that feeling that that level of aggression, right? Because now it's no real, it's not fun for me anymore, right? You know, right? And that's what this um, is about. It's supposed to be that, like we said earlier, connection and fun for the the client but fun for you as well right and you know you got to remember my whole background is pro wrestling i don't have any bjj training i'm not i'm never trained for mma boxing uh kickboxing muay thai any of that i'm a pro freaking wrestler so you know if i had more skills like i do i feel like i do have skills Mm -hmm. but if i had more legit skills then maybe competitive wouldn't be such an issue for me anymore because my my skills and my technique would be superior um and i could handle it you know like if angie was to do a session we all know that any guy that goes against her is going to get you know right <laughs> he's is losing yes. you know no matter who it is i don't care um you know but i just do what i'm good at and my and what i'm good at is semi and fantasy and role playing and lift and carry i'm good at Oh, got to say, yeah, you know, I know you're because you're, we say five one, five two. Yeah, I'm five one. You know, about one hundred and thirty five pounds on average. I I never look at the scale. That number scares me. <laughs> I'll go into a whole, you know, I'll freak out if the number's too high. <laughs> but um, I'm pretty solid, right? No matter what, I'm I'm pretty solid. So, um, you know, I'm just a, uh, you know, I I have a lot of power to me. Right, <laughs> and I've I've experienced it firsthand in our sessions so that's why i thought i found it interesting with like the lift and carry because i never thought about that like the you know if you have a guy who even if he's like thin but really tall that can kind of be like harder so is there like certain logistics kind of that you have to like you or any other session wrestler has to play into account with you know when you're doing certain types of sessions well i've never asked and again, this is one of my whatever. Like, I don't say, well, how much do you weigh? Like, I'll just say yes, you know, right. like, just yes and just hope for the best, <laughs> um, you know, but I don't really have any guidelines. I don't even with wrestling. I don't say, well, how big are you? How how much do you weigh? Uh, I don't ever let their size dictate whether I'm going to do this session or not. Mm, you know, right. So that's well, let me ask you then. I, don't, I wonder. I know I'm testing your memory, but. Do you has anyone stuck out where like since you don't ask and like they come they knock on the hotel door and you open the door and their size just kind of you were like whoa this is this is a big well, guy yeah yes you know but what's funny is that it doesn't mean that they're big that they're good right <laughs> right and it doesn't mean that they're big that they're in shape and they can you know. Sometimes the big guys are the ones that, you know, are out of breath within three minutes and they're like, okay, okay, I need a break. Right. And like, it turns out to be the easiest session ever, you know, um, you know, but then you have a leaner guy and you're like, oh, I, I got this guy. He's, he's skinny. I could break him in a second, you know, mm-hmm. next thing you know, you know, you find out he's a Marine or something and has, you know, a whole wrestling background and you're like, oh shit, I'm in trouble, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, size don't matter. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. No, no. It 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 does it doesn't matter. But you know, 
it's it's because uh, you never you never know what you're gonna get, and and that's what I love when the guys they look at me and they think, oh, she's just she's just this cute short girl. Yeah, she has some muscles, but I I know I got her, and they don't they don't get me, you right. know. So I love I love being deceiving in that kind of way. No, that's and that's really really awesome, and I that's kind of what I wanted to ask you. Has there been a time, and I know, like, you know, you just said competitive, which isn't really fun for you. It's not fun for me either. Like, I, I totally get that. But in, like, a semi-comp way, have you, do you, does somebody or a couple guys stick out where you looked at them? I know you don't, not supposed to judge physically, but they kind of looked like, oh, uh, unimpressive. And, like, it should be an easy one. And then they kind of showed you, like, whoa, they have some skills that you weren't ready for. Yeah, exactly. That's happened to me a couple of times, you know, and I get, I get humbled. <laughs> but it's, 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 good, it's good to be humbled every once in a while. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I, I, I think we all need that, especially in that, you know, grappling kind of, you know, combat sport way. Like we kind of need to know, like never underestimate someone and whether it's size, gender, whatever, like you, you never know. You never know. So I, I think that's awesome. And I wanted to give you, you know, give you a little more credit than you're giving yourself because you are into catch wrestling and I've seen different videos and that is a, that's a, you know, that's grappling and, you know, you have some moves there. I know pro wrestling is your training, but I see you doing the, the catch wrestling, you know, stuff. And that's, that's definitely impressive, you know? Thank you. And what I like about catch wrestling is it's kind of like a dirty style, like no holds bar kind of wrestling. It's like street wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> you know where you could like do little dirty tricks and and you know I, I love that. Uh, but yeah, so I have done my I have done some catch wrestling. I guess I just haven't been able to put the time into it as I would like to, like I used to with pro wrestling, because my life is very chaotic. I'm on the road. I'm going from one place to another place, and it's difficult to stay consistent in training classes at one spot you know, three days a week right? when you have to take off to go other places, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, I love catch wrestling though. I mean, I wish I could practice more with it. And thankfully my coach, he still actually comes out with me to Vegas. Sometimes he helps me with my LFC matches. He helps other LFC girls with their matches and he's really knowledgeable. His name is Raul Ramirez. Okay. He's based out of Culver city near LA. And um, he's like top notch, top notch, amazing. Um, so I definitely take advantage of him when I can, uh, you know. And he has shown me a couple of dirty tricks that I can't wait to, you know. Once sessions get back, once we can do sessions again, yes, you know, because I know I haven't been able to really do any sessions lately. Um, it'll be nice to pull out these new moves that he's taught me on these guys. No, definitely, because uh, you know, I, mm -hmm. I like showing you some tricks too. And when you, you know, come out to the East coast of Philly, it's always fun, you know, you know, learning, seeing the different creative moves that you have. And, you know, I like, I, I I'm different where I'm a guy who does the sessions and I like picking up the session wrestlers. So that's always, and I always get that same look like, Oh, we're so used to having them do the lifting and carrying. We're not used to the other way around. And I'm like, oh, I like to mix it up a bit, you know, but, um, well, you could carry me around all day. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> no complaints. No doubt. No doubt. I'll, I'll, I'll help, especially since you're moving around so much. I figured that's the least I could do is, you know, 
help you just kind of relax a little bit. You're doing all those right. matches in a day. I appreciate that. Now, I was talking with Hans last week, and he's really was like the first non-session wrestler like I talked to who's like not, you know, on this side of the of the aisle, not someone who's in the business like you are. And we kind of were talking in the episode about that it's a good excitement, a good nervousness, but that nervousness, like every time, like it doesn't go away. Like when you're doing like a session and, you know, you pull up to the hotel and like, oh, it's finally here. And like you you may send an email or a text and, so you know, you or whoever would say, come on up. And like you, you get that nervous, like excited feeling. I was wondering, what is it like for you on the other side of the door when like, I know you've been doing it for a while, but like, what's that kind of like when you're waiting, you know, for that person, that guy to, he's coming on up to, you know, the room. Like, do you have that kind of a feeling or is it just whatever? No, well, I'm not nervous. (laughs) Um, So as, and being, you know, uh, I think it's different for man and woman because because a man is like probably more nervous and excited because, you know, they've, they, they've been following that girl for a while online, whatever. Right. They know that girl on videos, they've seen videos of her. So it's almost kind of like, you're almost kind of like a, I don't want to call, call myself or any a celebrity, you know what I mean? But you kind of, where me, I don't know any of you guys. I've never seen you. I've never, I don't follow you. I don't know nothing about you except for the email correspondence that we've had to, you know, and that's it. So, so usually like me, I just want to make sure that I'm pretty when I open up that door, you know, and that I look nice, I decent, I smell good because I just, you know, took a shower and whatever, and I'm going to get ready to beat you up. (laughs) But, uh, so I don't get really nervous, nervous. But my whole intention of seeing you is I want to make sure that I give you the best session possible. Right. You know, and that makes me excited because I want to make sure that, you know, we're comfortable with each other because you're, we're strangers to each other. You, we're meeting in a hotel room and we got one hour together, you know. So, you know, being comfortable with each other is important. But a lot of men, do they do get nervous and you can even see it when you open the door. They're like, oh, my God, I'm so ner-. and they'll even say, I'm so nervous. I can't believe this. I can't believe you're standing right in front of me right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I, and it makes me laugh because I would never think that, you know, right. and I'm like, what? It's just me. Come on, let's get on the bed. Let's wrestle, you know. So I'm never I, I guess to answer your question is it, it just is what it is. I'm not really. Like, I'm just excited to make the man happy. Right. That's what I'm excited about. No, that's... I'm not nervous because of who they are. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just excited about... He's he's coming out here. He probably drove who knows how many miles, went through traffic, just paid $40 for underground parking somewhere. He's coming up to see me. He's going to pay me. And he, he wants this fantasy fulfilled for him or he wants this service done for him. And my job is to make sure that Every single moment of that journey was worth it. Right. And that's that's what I want. No, that's that's awesome. And and yeah, I, it's something I always kind of wondered because like I definitely like you're right, like from like this side, you know, going to see you, we yeah, most likely have seen your your videos or seen your profile online. But you know, from your side, like you said, like is that connection like cause you're getting different types of guys from 
with different backgrounds, different reasons why they're into session wrestling and, and different careers. And diff- so like, I was always kind of wondering, like, is that kind of like interesting and exciting? Cause you are getting just probably a variety of, of people coming in. Yeah. But usually, I mean, only sometimes do I ask them kind of like, what do they do? Mm-hmm. Like, like, you know, because I think some people want to escape their life right. a little bit. Absolutely. So I don't want to ask them about their life if they're trying to escape their life. Gotcha. No, that makes sense. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. So a lot of times I don't know what they do for a living or anything, you know. And it's kind of funny because I'll be honest with you. This is a little inside secret. Mm-hmm. But some girls will say, well, why don't you... You know, because like for the event, you know, if I need sponsorships, right, if I need whatever, well, why don't you why don't you contact your wealthy clients and and have them make a donation or do something? And I'm like, I don't know which ones are wealthy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. like, <laughs> I don't know who to ask. Like, I don't keep track of that stuff. That's not. <laughs> so but I think it's it's funny when they bring that up. No, no, that's you know? that's awesome. And, and... Mm-hmm. I know I appreciate that. I just have like one final question for you um, from years, you know, I'm aging myself. It's been, you know, over eight years of being someone who is doing session wrestling myself. You know, I've done different sessions from oil wrestling to, like I said, I've been the one lifting and carrying. I've done bondage, you know, uh, some session wrestlers will say that they'll, you know, go topless Others won't. So, like, just wondering, like, when you, like, look at the parameters of, like, what you're comfortable with in a session, like, how do you, uh, how how did you establish that for yourself? And how far are you willing to go to, like, for something obviously appropriate, but, like, a little bit different? Like, if someone were to ask you for oil wrestling, like, is that something, are there things that you're flexible on? Or is it pretty much, like, you kind of stick to your lane? Uh, I try to stick to my lane as much as possible, but it just, again, it depends on my comfort level with the individual, you know, um, half the time I'm falling out of my bikini anyways. Right. So I end up topless without even trying to be topless. Um, but if a guy requests that I be topless or whatever, and again, I don't usually say yes. Uh, I say, well, let's wait, see, because this is this, this is the, this is the conflict that I have, the inner conflict, I guess. Mm -hmm. I like to find myself to be an athlete. When, when people ask me to get topless or when they want the oil, more erotic kind of stuff, the more I think it's going to go into a sexual realm. And I don't, I, I don't want it to go there really, Right. you know, because you know, you do one thing and then it can lead to another thing and then it leads to, could lead to another. And then you're like, holy fuck. And that's not, I just want to like just show you my power, my talents, my whatever. But I don't, I'm not, I don't, I know I can just turn you on without even trying to turn you on either. You know, so mm-hmm. there is going to be that, there can be that sexual tone to it. But I don't really want to entertain it so much because, because that's not what, a session is to me right no (laughs) at least at least session wrestling no you know session wrestling you wrestle now you know um you know but i'm open-minded i'm not the virgin mary but i'm not the the other extreme either if that makes any sense no it does it does and i think that's what's awesome is that you know 
because like obviously like you know for those who don't know like session wrestling it's not it's not sex it's it's just the session but there's a variety because there are session wrestlers who are more erotic and central still like appropriate but they will go that way and others won't yeah but there are but come on we have to be honest there are some girls that have done full service or do full service, right right you know and i think that's kind of what takes the session wrestling underground more so and kind of gives it that kind of like ah well this is just a you know even my brother he goes you're a prostitute I go, what are you talking about? I'm a prostitute. I'm no prostitute. I'm a wrestler. He goes, no, you meet men. They don't pay you that kind of money just to wrestle. I go, yes, they do. <laughs> you know? Right. Um, and it bugs me, you know, um, that he says that and that he would think that. But I can't, you know, I can't do anything to change it. All I know is that, I don't know. I don't know what, what we could do to change that, that whole sexual stigma to it. You know, I think. Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, you go. I was saying, like, I think it, it kind of starts with like like things like this or, you know, like conversations like people like that, you know, that you started with like session girls. And, you know, I kind of hope to get from because I because you are right. Like, um, and I'm glad you brought it up. I wasn't sure if you wanted, you know, but like by definition, it's not supposed to be sexual, but there are people who will go full serve and i think that is like something that it does kind of hurt the the name of session wrestling and to me this is just my opinion i think it's awesome if two people meet and have that connection and to me it's like either you know you do the session and then once that's done if hey if you two consenting adults want to do that go ahead that's great and but like kind of separate it i guess like that's what i would say like I wish would happen more like don't make that a part of the session because by definition, at least what I always saw and what got me into it, uh, people have asked me, they're like, how can you do that and not have sex? And I said, if sex was on the table, it would, I would probably be, be too nervous being honest. Like I was comfortable knowing, especially when I was younger, like that it's not about that. Like it's about wrestling and yeah, like a girl's in a bikini, but there's not a sexual like pressure, like to perform in that way. So I think it's like, I think it's okay. Like if you make that connection and then the session's done and you know, Hey, you're vibing and you want to do that. Awesome. I don't judge that, but I think it's good like for people to separate those two things. And, and I think to help it grow, it's cool to like do things like, like interviews, podcasts, and if it's more articles written or like documentaries to like really see like what it is and that it's not, inside look and it's not as what it appears to be to maybe people that are not familiar with the industry right you know because i know we do look guilty but we're innocent i mean if you think there's what uh what's her name um she made a she was trying to make a movie called the sessionist uh and there's actually a trailer on youtube called the Sessionist, oh, really? and it shows it shows uh you know her Gosh, Scarlet? Is her name Scarlet? Something Scarlet? She's not in the business anymore. I'll try to um, look it up. But, uh, you know, she's walking through a hotel lobby. She looks all pretty. We look like an escort. And we go knock on their door and then we beat the man up, you know. But we look like escorts. We live a life of an escort except without the sex, at least for the majority of us. Right. You know. And uh, I think that people would be fascinated if they 
work to get an inside look, like you said, a documentary or something like that, you know, yeah. because, you know, there's, we're a special niche of the industry, um, or we're just a special niche period. Um, and I think that people would be fascinated with this world and people would probably think, well, how do they make their living? Like, can you make a living out of this? Well, guess what? I have never had a real job for the last 15 years. And my biggest fear is to have a real job. It's not happening. Yeah. No, I, so... I, I hear you. I hear you. And it's, um, I also look like, I think in a lot of ways, when it comes to talking about kink, fetish, sensuality, sex in general, our society has a long way to go. But I, you know, through things, you see like bondage is more talked about, you know, than it was 10, 20 years ago or, you know, when it comes to spanking or, you know, BDSM and even dominatrix talk, like that's getting more into the light. Then, and I, I kind of hope and want the same for session wrestling as well, like to get into the light, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want too. So like, you know, I don't know how it's going to happen. I've had people approach me to asking if I could, would be part of a documentary and stuff, but a lot of projects yeah. get started, but they just don't get finished. And um, so they kind of fall through the cracks and nothing ever gets really done. Um, you know, and if it was to ever really get done, I think it would be exciting. And I, I, I really look forward to that moment when I can go on Netflix and see a documentary. Yes. Session wrestling. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe, you know, you've, you helped inspire me with the podcast. Maybe you might, you know, help yeah. me with this too. Like you might be that, you know. Yeah, well, you know what? If enough people get banned together, put our talents together and put our services together, we can make a lot of shit happen. I agree. I agree. You know? I agree. So, I mean, when you try to do it by yourself, that's when things take forever or just don't happen at all. Because as much as you might think you can do it all on your own, uh, trust me, just from experience, I know it's really not possible. Absolutely. Um, me too. So I know. Mm -hmm. I know. And I you know, want to also let people know that you have been doing great interviews um, on sessiongirls.com. And like, I, I remember telling you when we talked last time, how I loved that interview. All, all the interviews are great. The one with goddess Severa was awesome. Like getting to see her and hear her story. Like I knew she was, but it's like, Oh, that's really cool. Like to and seeing the height difference, you know, you five one her. I'm like, wow, she, I know. she's legit six five. I was like, wow, like, I know she wasn't kidding. Um, oh, that was crazy. Yes, I remember that interview, and and I love her. She's a great woman. I even asked her if she would come to the event, you know, but she's you know she's keeping herself protected from COVID and staying home now, so she won't be able to make it. Um, but but what I was thinking, you were talking about interviews. We have an Airbnb set up for a few of the uh, session girls to stay at, like the night and the day of the event. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, Kalina Knockout, Mia Annabella, wow, uh, Chloe Chloe Cummings, um, Christy will actually be there. And I was thinking how cool it would be to have like a group interview. Oh, I would love girls that. Interview. You That'd know? be awesome. Like a slumber, like a slumber party inter session girls interview. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that'd be mm -hmm. great because I don't know how you feel doing it or I don't know. Everyone feels kind of different, you know, how they are on camera, but I think you do a great job, like asking the questions and, and highlighting the ladies who, who do this and, and making it more humanistic and people can see that, that different side and see that, Oh, it's not just, 
like escort work or anything like you've done a great job and and i think like that would be awesome to kind of have those uh those group kind of interviews yeah plus there's they're you know they're um you know they're all all of them are authentic you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but they'll just they'll just it's just good to have an inside look of the personalities behind the people that you do see all the time online and whatever, you know, a lot of us portray a, a, a persona, you know, I'm, you know, uh, we all have an attitude that we carry on camera, but that attitude is really not really our attitude in our personal lives. You right. Know? Right. So you can kind of see that in the interviews. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, she's sweet. I thought she was going to be a bitch or something. She's really nice. <laughs> no, exactly. You know? Exactly. Like, um, mm-hmm. Watching those interviews, seeing like when I see Goddess Severa or like Ariel X on those videos, I'm like, man, they just are some some tough, badass chicks, which they are, who like I wouldn't want to mm-hmm. mess with. But then you interviewing and also I, you know, knowing how sweet and nice you are. And I'm like, I trust your judgment of character and like seeing like how comfortable you are with them. And that it comes out. I'm like, oh, OK, they're they're really down to earth and cool. Like it's it, oh, like and that's why those interviews on sessiongirls.com have been really even helpful for someone who already is a fan mm-hmm. and I, you know and i never planned on having session girls interview it was just an idea one day where i'm like thinking you know what actually if i really want to think about it i know this podcast is going longer than what i thought it was going to go <laughs> but but it's been very entertaining and interesting and i enjoy answering your questions but what i was going to say I remember when I was living in Phoenix and I was writing a vision statement and I'm like, I want to be the next Oprah Winfrey of, of wrestling. Wow. And at that time session wrestling wasn't in my life. It was more so the pro wrestling Mm -hmm. of WWE. And I wanted to be a famous WWE superstar, be like the Oprah of W of pro wrestling. I never knew. I would have never thought (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that I would be in the session world doing interviews and then there was this one guy that posted a video on the uh, male versus female dot org forum and there was a section of the video that he made where it shows me interviewing christy in her ring but it has oprah winfrey's voice to it (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like okay (laughs) i am i'm the oprah winfrey look at that you that's why vision boards are cool you you know you put it out you speak it into existence and boom it comes true like there you go (laughs) that's Mm -hmm. awesome and and, so you want to so you want to hear my next yeah what i would what my what i see in my mind what i would love to be yeah i'd love to hear it because you know we're never too old to stop dreaming absolutely um I want to be like the next Dana White and Stephanie McMahon all in one. Oh wow! You yeah. know where I hold sh- where I hold shows that you know there's there's the real competitive wrestling, man versus woman or woman versus woman. But then you got your pro wrestling, you know, and just different styles of wrestling in a show, you know. So it's a mix of real and fantasy. So yeah, I, uh, I'll be. Uh, I'm not just saying that because you're you know I'm a fan of yours and you're on the show like. That no lie, I could totally see. If there's anyone I could see doing that, it's it's Jennifer Thomas. Like you, <laughs> you have that, like because you have like the mind and you think outside the box, and you know you're trustworthy, you're honest. But like, I also think you would know, like you know, like you said, it takes a village. But like with help to like promote it that way, like because you kind of have 
you have like a, a hand in pro wrestling, you have a hand in session wrestling, and you, you have a hand in like grappling. So I well, I feel like it's me. Yeah. I feel like I am. I'm fantasy and reality all rolled in one. Absolutely. Or you know, and I would love to bring that to life somehow. And I was talking to a couple girlfriends, and I'm like, you know what? Like as much as I love session girls. I think that there's more than session girls. Like it's not meant to stop at session girls. There's something more to be that can be branched off of this, you know? Mm -hmm. And I would love to have my own promotion, my own like freaking wrestling promotion. And not, I'm not just saying me, Jennifer Thomas, but me and a handful of powerful women like me and Desi. Right. Uh, you know, um, and you know, I don't know, Ariel X, just, just a nice group of powerful women in the industry that we can brand and come together to make something, something magnificent. You know? No, I think it's possible because, like, even like, there's the session wrestling in America, but like, and you know better than I do. Like in Europe, it's probably even like a little more popular than it is in America, and like, you know, like you, you could make it global. Even I think you know, like I really see that. Like you and other, like you said powerful independent like women like putting that together like i really think that would be an awesome idea and really cool like and i think there's an audience for it and and yeah i think that's awesome i think so too i don't think it's ever really been done before for one and you know this is the perfect time during covid while everything is kind of shut down to start creating new things exactly exactly no um as dangerous scary and sad and i want to make sure like a silver lining is what you just said. Like, I think people mm-hmm. are seeing like, you know, life's not promised and, you know, let's try to do things that we're passionate about, uh, that we love to do that get us excited. Let's, you know, why just, like you said, get the, just stick to those real jobs and, you know, mm-hmm. li- let life pass you by. So I, I totally agree. And I think that would be amazing and awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Well, no. I will, uh, we will have another podcast. Yes. Uh, when that moment arrives, when it happens and, and we see that manifestation. No, no, <laughs> absolutely. And uh, Jennifer, I, I want to thank you so much for, you know, giving, just being you honest and vulnerable and awesome and just coming on. Like I really appreciate it. And I know we went a little over the time and I thank you for giving, just being a great guest. Yes, well, thank you for having me. And I know that you're going to have many more great guests on your show. And, um, you know, I just look forward to seeing you again. And, and uh, I'm glad that you made this happen. I really am. You, you, you t- spoke about it. And you, I, I have respect for people that can walk their talk. No, thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess I want to make sure to plug, well, what day is your event for the the session girls event That's- it's it's September yeah it's September 5th it's Labor Day weekend it's on a Saturday and it's live stream and it's $25 a ticket and if you go to sessiongirlevents.com you can buy your ticket there awesome and in sponsoring a match you can email me at jennifer at sessiongirls.com however I have already so many matches I mean the show might go on till midnight awesome that's great know? um yeah so but um, so, yeah, if you want to see anybody wrestle uh, in particular that's on the events page, let, you know, just uh, contact me. But I also want to say sure. one last thing. And I just want to say thank you to uh, you especially, but to all my other fans out there that have supported me 
through the years and have made donations to go towards the event and have made donations in general. In fact, today, when I went to go wrestle earlier, the the guy said to me, he goes, you know, Jennifer, you have these matches, but this one guy wanted me to give you a hundred dollars. Um, and I'm sure he'll order a match in the future, but he wanted me to give you a hundred dollars. Wow. So here you go. And I'm like, wow, thank you. you yeah. Know, it's just like that. It's those, it, it's just amazing. And I'm, I just want to say thank you. I'm grateful. And I, I want to be the best that I can be. Um, just because you guys are that important to me and I want to make sure I deliver the real deal. No, well, I, I, I'm hate to assume, but I will in this case, I, know that for me and i'm sure everybody else who's such a huge fan of you and session wrestling we we thank you and we we appreciate it because it's um i know it's been a, a great just joy in my life and honestly getting to know you you know these past years has been awesome and and encouraging and like you know i still tell people like when i first session with you i was talking to you about a girl i was potentially going to ask out and like how i was kind of nervous about it and, uh, you know, you, you, you gave me, I don't know if you remember, you, it was like around Christmas time, you gave me like this Santa Claus thing with Reese's cups in it. And you're like, yeah, why don't you give it to her? <laughs> and I remember like, that was, that was December, that following like summer reaching out to you, just saying, Hey, how's it going? You're coming back to the East coast and you remembering that story. And I'm thinking like, wow, like that, and that really touched me. Like, I'm thinking how many people you see, you travel, like you meet a bunch of people. <laughs> And for you to remember that detail was like so awesome and also just showed like who you are as a person and your character. So, you know, thank you for, and I, it doesn't surprise me that person wanted to give a hundred bucks because you want to support someone who is positive and is doing positive. Yes. And thank you. And, you know, um, I, I felt a good connection when I met you, you know, and I, I, I do pay attention to people. This isn't about, this business isn't about all about making money, right. you know, it's more about making the connections and, and, um, getting to know people as getting to know people as people. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no. So absolutely. Mm, so thank So absolutely. Thank you for having me. I, I would love to come back on another time. In the yes. Future. And, um, and, you know, congratulations. No, thank you. Thank you. For, uh, making this happen. And anytime, mm -hmm. anytime you want to come on, just, you know, let me know and I'll be in contact anyway, especially during, you know, before the event. I definitely want to promote that as much as possible and, you know, get as many eyeballs on that because that's going to be awesome. And uh, no, I and I want yes. everyone to know, like, uh, you can follow Jennifer on Twitter at Real Jen Thomas, sessiongirls.com, go there and you know, see some of the great interviews she's done. And I know she's going to have more coming up and also to get more information about the event uh, for Labor Day weekend. And awesome. It's just great. And for after hours sessions podcast, we're on, we're now on Apple podcast, uh, Spotify, anchor, whatever podcast platform you can think of we are on. So please spread the word and rate, subscribe, rate, comment, and all that great stuff. So, Jen, thank you so much. Thank you. You have a good rest of the evening. Yes, yes, you too. And everyone, thank you for listening to After Hours Sessions. Peace.